such a pleasure to be with you. Um, I'm a part of this church. Jim and I have been here since the beginning of the church, and we've seen so many changes over the years. There's some things, some principles that never change, and I'm going to talk about one of those today. The title of my message is The Father's Nod, and I just want to ask you this question. What comes to mind when, you, when I use the phrase, The Father's Nod, in one or two words, what comes to mind when you hear The Father's Nod? Most would think it means approval or affirmation. And uh, men especially get the Father's nod because that's kind of how men communicate. Two women meet in Walmart and I say, oh, your dress looks so cute. You know there's something down on aisle seven that you want to take a look at? And, and, but guys will just go, if they speak, it'll be like, sir. say that a nod carries a lot more meaning than we realize. In school, uh, playing music and playing sports was my two things. And I loved it when my mom and my friends and the cheerleaders would all be yelling, you make that winning basket or whatever you play, or you play a good concert, and they're all yelling for you. And, but what I was looking for, I would look up in the stands, and the thing I wanted most, I didn't see, it was my father's nod. I just wanted to see my dad up in the stand just going, good game, son. But it didn't happen. My dad did not know how to do that. Having three stepfathers, my dad had known a, a, a really hard life. He'd been uh, abused. The only affirmation he ever got is when he worked especially hard and earned some money for the family. He didn't hear encouragement, so he didn't know how to give time I heard his approval was when I worked extra hard, maybe working at a gas station, they gave me a 50 cent raise. He would say, that's good. Work hard. Well, sports and music did not seem very important to my dad. In fact, he told me one time, son, sports and music don't make you a living. If you've got to play it, play it. But invest in something that will make you a living. That's all he understood was making a living. I started getting a little bit older. I started struggling. I spent years feeling less than due to the absence of my dad's nod of approval. I always carried around this little hole inside me that was never quite filled. Sports and music did not seem important to my dad. When I became a believer, though, I received from my Heavenly Father what my earthly father could not give me. As a pastor for many years, I've seen that men and women, all shapes and sizes, that's what they need more than anything else, is to know that they are approved of by their father. Let me give you a definition of the father's nod. It's an unmistakable act or indication of approval, recognition, or affirmation from the Lord himself. Now, my earthly dad's nod was hugely important to me. And I thought, I got saved when I asked Jesus to become my Lord, and I received his approval. And I thought that was it. You probably asked me, where is that in the Bible? God
God the Father did would not have approval to his son Jesus three times in the New Testament. And I just want to look at those three times. The Father's first nod came at Jesus' baptism. Matthew 3, 16 and 17 says, After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens opened. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said three things, and these are important. I want you to get these three things. Number one, he said, this is my dearly loved son. Number two, in whom I am well pleased. And most translations says he brings me great joy. One translation says he delights in us. Who delights me. Three things, this is my dearly loved son, in whom I am well pleased. He brings me great joy. Now, before Jesus did any miracles, before he ever preached a sermon, before he, he did anything outwardly, he received the Father's nod. His Father let him know that he was well pleased with him. God built approval into Jesus' identity. Before you ever are tempted to think that I've got to earn this, approval is already there in your identity son of God or if you are a daughter of God. He did this in Jesus and that is our example. We celebrate water baptisms in our church. I love the way we do it with affirming applause, hugs, nods of affirmation. But I love it especially to see the parents. They're up here with their video. They're trying to get the angle right. And they're moving over here. They're going to make sure they're not going to miss it. And they get someone being baptized. They're all over it because they are so excited about their son or their daughter getting baptized in the it's not based on their performance. It's based on their relationship. Our approval of God is not based on our performance. It's based on our relationship with Jesus. You know, God shows nods of approval in many ways if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. In my water baptism, I sensed a nod of approval from my Father in heaven in a very unique way. It was February, I believe, when I got baptized in water, and it was cold, and it was it was rainy, and it was dreary, and there was cloud everywhere. And I, I remember going into the water of Lake Gardnell. We didn't have a baptismal at the time. And I've never spoken in tongues so fast in my life. I mean, I found stammering lips just came easy for me. And I came up out of the water, and I promised this happened. I'm not making this up. There was like a hole in the cloud, and a shaft of light came down right where we were. And I don't care what you say. I believe that was God giving me a father's nod of approval. And those are little things that I'm convinced the father is showing approval all the time. If you'll just turn aside and see it. Now, I remember in that moment, I feel like everything was right with the world. Everything's right in Wayne's world. I just thought, I thought, this is good. I feel happy. I've done something that was pleasing to the father. I experience the Father's not in natural ways, without any words at all, if we'll look and listen. Anybody ever experienced something like that? You just felt God's not of approval, but just something out of the ordinary? That's awesome. I want it to happen all the time. So the first knot of approval came at Jesus' baptism. A second knot of approval came at Jesus' transfiguration. Now that's a big word, transfiguration. But it was a time that Jesus invited his friends 
James, Peter, and John up onto this mountain. And suddenly he was changed. His, his clothing was translucent and white. He said he was having a conversation with Moses and Elijah. Can you imagine these guys seeing that and seeing what was going on? And then it says in Matthew 17, 5, while Jesus was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Listen to him. No wonder Jesus was secure in himself. He knew his father's not of approval. And so definite there, this is my son. That would have been enough. Whom I love. With him. After I was born again, after I was saved, and I got baptized in water, then I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I remember I was in a little church in Little Rock called Bethel, Bethel Chapel. I remember that like it was yesterday. And I suddenly knew in my knower that something had fundamentally changed. This time I felt his delight in me. I had a real issue with being baptized in the Spirit and tongues and all that. I had a tell you about it today, but it was a huge issue to me. And when that thing got settled that night, I felt the Lord's delight. I immediately started writing songs. I immediately started turning full tilt toward Jesus. And before, I didn't have the power within me to do those things that I believe Christians should do. But when I was filled with the Spirit, I was not only empowered to witness, I was empowered to live the life that He asked us to live. And I suddenly was empowered. This shy guy from Ozark was empowered to start telling everybody I saw about Jesus. See, He not only approves of you, but He also empowers you to do whatever He asks of you. The early saints had this phrase called quick obedience. They encouraged each other, not to form committees and study something for months before they maybe they might do something. But when they heard something, they had quick obedience. They ran to the battle. That's the kind of guy that I wanted to be. And that night, I felt, I felt, somehow I felt empowered to be that kind of guy. And this guy prophesied over me. He prophesied something I didn't know at all was happening in my life. He said, you'll, you'll pastor people and you'll prophesy the nations. And in that moment, he not only empowered me, but he gave me that vision for my life, that calling for my life that I've walked in to this day. And I'm so excited that those little acts of quick obedience of being saved and being baptized in water and being filled with the Holy Spirit and receiving the gifts that he had for me transformed my life. And I knew something had changed, but I still struggled Some of you may not be able to relate to this because you may not have a father or a mother in your life. But you do have I'm talking about the fathers, not of approval. But if you know Jesus, you are a son of God, you are a daughter of God. And he has all these things that I'm talking about ready to give to you. Well, a third night came during Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Remember the story of Jesus? riding on a little donkey in the town and the people were on both sides. They were yelling for him and they were putting uh, palm branches 
as he rode across it. And while Jesus was still speaking, it says in Matthew 17, 5, it says, A bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, Again, this is my son, whom I love. Jesus prayed, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. Some in the crowd said it sounded like thunder. Others said an angel spoke to him. And Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Jesus was secure in his Father's approval. Jesus knew that his followers, his disciples, would need daily God nods to keep moving forward. Mentally, I knew after being born again and baptized in the water and the Spirit that God approved of me. But I still felt in my spirit, and I guess you'd say in my flesh, that I needed something more. Now, later on in my walk with the Lord, it was my great, great honor and privilege to lead my dad to the Lord one night, riding home from a Billy Graham crusade. And many of you have heard my story before, but it bears repeating. If anybody needed an honor approval, it was my dad. Didn't know stepfathers, didn't know nothing but disapproval. You cannot live under disapproval. You just can't. And my dad needed approval. I thought for sure he's going to get saved that night, but he didn't. On the way home, he said, uh, I said, Dad, I thought you were going to give your life to Jesus tonight. What's up with that? And he just said, Well, I got to gather the whole family together. 
at First Baptist Church, must have been baptized my dad. My whole family, all my kids, and they're all there. And we saw my dad be baptized. And my dad finally became the spiritual head of our family. And, uh, well, during that time, God was speaking to me a lot about, about fathering, about, about mothering, discipling, those kinds of things. And then God revealed to me, and I think it was in the 90s, an important principle in Malachi 4, the principle of children honoring their parents and parents blessing their children. I write about that in my book, He Still Speaks to Kids. But I had done anything but honor my dad. In fact, I hated my dad because I thought he hated me. I thought he disapproved of me, so I was going to beat him to the punch and I disapproved of him. And one of the first things God wanted me to do was to honor my dad. So I started figuring out ways to honor my dad, not just with words, but with acts that I would try to do to let him know that I honored him. Then I started looking at blessing our children. I began to bless my biological son and my two daughters. Then I started blessing my sons and daughters in the faith. And my mothers and fathers in the faith I began to honor. We even formed a band called Malachi. We went all over Arkansas telling everybody about this. But something was still not quite settled inside me. You know, the enemy always tries to challenge what God is doing. Have you noticed that? When God starts moving, you start feeling his delight, and you start knowing that you're right where he wants you to be, that's when the enemy tries to come in and upset the apple cart. Well, I had a very hard patch and a difficult season as a pastor, and I remember I was so discouraged, I wanted I wanted to give up, because I, I had to decide on some things I didn't know what to do about. So I went to the Lord, and I said, Lord, what do I do? Tell me what to do. So I finally got quiet, and he said, go ask your dad for his advice. And I said, yes. I said, my dad is a baby Christian. He's never read the Bible, any of it. He asked me, what is a tiff? I said, well, Dad, it's pronounced tithe. It, it means giving. He, oh, how much are we supposed to give? And I said, a tenth. And so he, he didn't know anything about anything. I thought, what can my dad say to me? The Lord said two things. He said, to ask your dad for his advice and then ask him to bless you. And I thought, my dad is ill-equipped to do either of those. But I wanted to be obedient, so I went to my dad. I told him what I was facing. Did he have any advice for me? I remember he just kind of looked off to the side, gathering his thoughts, and then he gave me advice that was exactly what I needed. It was like a revelation to me that God was using my dad to give me wisdom. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to go for the whole inch long. I'm going to ask Dad to bless me. And I said, I said, Dad, would you mind just blessing me? I said, well, it's a principle in the Bible that you can put your hand on someone's shoulder sometimes and you just speak what you want for them. It's called a blessing. Whatever you want from them. Maybe you might, I know you wouldn't understand the word impart. You might give something that, that's within you that you want them to have, like joy or peace or whatever. So I put in a little bit. And then the most powerful thing stand on my shoulder. He said, God, I want you to bless my son, Wayne. 
two times I ever saw a tear in my dad's eye was, was at that moment. Something lifted in me, and I felt approval, not only by God, which I knew I already had, but had an opportunity to receive it from my biological father. Now, we may not all have biological fathers involved in our lives or biological mothers, but there are spiritual mothers and fathers that can do the same as we just read, the Father was giving Jesus the three nods that all sons and daughters need. Number one, God the Father affirms his relationship with Son Jesus. This is my son. This is my daughter. God gives us his nod to affirm our identity as sons and daughters. This happens when we're born again. That's when you receive that first nod when you give your life to Jesus. The second nod God affirmed his love for his son. He said, my dearly loved son. It's hard for people to really believe that they are loved without earning it. Sure was for me. The third nod, God affirms his joy in his son. My son in whom I'm well pleased literally says, who brings me great joy. Who can imagine as puny humans bringing great joy to the Lord of the universe? See, the Father's nod is an expression of his joy. My dad and I were not, we were not communicating. And in that moment, I, I felt like my dad had great joy in just simply blessing me. The Father's nod's a big deal. It's one of the ways that heaven comes to earth. Virtually everybody you see at Walmart or in schools or wherever, virtually everybody that you see needs the Father's knowledge. Probably at least, maybe a majority of them have never received it. Maybe that's why you're hearing this message. The day my newly saved dad spoke blessing over me, he told me those two things. He told me he loved me, he said he was proud of me, he looked at me and he smiled. The Father's nod lets us know how delighted God is in His children. Many times His nod comes in unexpected ways, in nudges, knowing in your knower, we say a lot around here, chance encounters that are easy to miss if you're not listening and looking for it. The Father's nod can come from God directly, can come through people, it can come in ways that don't include words at all. Think of Moses, Mary, Paul. None of them were praying for a sign of God's love. They were just going their married way, and God just, there's my son. There's my daughter. God gave Moses a nod to a burning bush, but Moses had to turn aside and see it. God sent the angel Gabriel to Mary, declaring, You have found favor with God. The Lord is with you. He's showing his nod of approval to her. You have found favor. She hadn't done anything. She wasn't pregnant. She was going to get married, but she hadn't done anything. But she had found favor with God. She found his approval. Mary was able to receive the Father's nod when she embraced his word with faith. And then Jesus himself came out of nowhere to hijack Paul's plans on the road to Damascus. So there was a sound of thunder and blinding light came in the Father's nod to Paul, the blasphemer, the persecutor, the man of violence. 
That happened before Paul was changed into a champion of the faith, before he wrote much of the New Testament. In fact, he was doing just the opposite of getting approved. God shows his approval with words. Sometimes he shows his approval without words. So receive that in the name of Jesus. God wants to speak approval today. And he also says in Matthew 10, 8, be freely received, freely give. So be received as far as